Amen. You will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said you will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Let's celebrate the choir for that wonderful session of hymns. Uh, I can tell you that they've been drilled and drilled, and you wonder if this is just a choir that is two or three weeks old, and they are doing these songs. I uh, really appreciate you guys. Thank you for the time. Thank you for, even though we don't have a convenient place to meet yet, uh, and the sacrifices, I really want to celebrate you guys. Please, let's, let's put our hands together for the choir. Hallelujah. I'm going to be sharing from the book of Matthew, chapter 28. It's a long read, uh, verses 1 to 15. Um, and I titled this sermon, The Power of Resurrection. Somebody say that. Come on, say it again. The power of resurrection. Um, it, it took our time this, 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 this evening, so apologies if we close just slightly after six. But we'll try, I'll try as much as possible to speak things up and we'll close by or a little bit after six. Uh, so let's just read together. Um, it's a long read, uh, read, 15 verses. So we'll read, I'll read verse 1, you read verse 2 till we get to verse 15. Can I, I know we've been standing for a while. Can I ask that we stand at least one more time uh, as we read the word of God together? Uh, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath, at the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Verse 2. And his appearance was like that of lightning, and his cloth were white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and he drawn to bring disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came out. To him, clapped his feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid, go tell my brethren that I go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave light money unto soldiers, telling them, you are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this has come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. Verse 15, let's read together. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely accepted among the Jews of this very day. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. The power of resurrection. Can we say that? The power of resurrection. It is actually the power of resurrection um, that we celebrate. It's not just the it's not just the resur- it's not just the event. It's actually that power. And sadly, uh, a lot of believers don't know that power. Um, 
before we even get to resurrection, how come that God sent his son to buy, to purchase you and me back? Not even the agony of Jesus, not even the tears of Jesus could change God's mind. The currency that was used to buy you and buy me was Jesus. And you know how expensive a thing is if, I mean, by the currency that it was bought with. Uh, we remember, we know that these days, uh, there was a time I was, uh, uh, I think it was in the oil company, I was in the oil company there, and uh, oil sector then. And I was just asking, why is it that all you people were just, all you guys were always talking, is in dollars, is in dollars, why not? Convert it to Naira now. You know what one of my, like, a big bros to me then, just a, an elder person, he said, it will be too plenty, it will be too much to be, to be saying in Naira, so let's just say it in dollars. But, you know, we talk about so and so and so million dollars, so and so tens of millions of dollars. The, the higher the currency, the more value we place on it. Now, if Jesus was the currency that was used to purchase you and me, whatever that thing is that is telling you that you are worthless, you will face that thing and say, the currency that was used to buy me was Jesus. That alone has shown that I'm not worthless. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm not worthless. I'm not worthless. So, this passage, a long read that we just read, um, one of the things that even the devil could not stand was not the miracles that Jesus wrought, was not the healings that Jesus, Jesus uh, performed. One of the very major things the enemy could not stand was resurrection. And it is so, I mean, so evident or imminent that they had to involve money. Money was part of the things that was, was used to silence resurrection. How come? What was, what was the big deal? They couldn't bribe them to say he didn't heal. They didn't bribe them to say he didn't walk on water. Because um, I think there was a time we were talking about uh, soteriology. Soteriology is the doctrine of salvation or the study of salvation of man. Uh, and one of my friends was just saying, there's a school of thought like that, that there's nothing Jesus did that any of the prophets didn't do. The only thing he did different was to rise from the dead. So the Pharisees knew that, that the only difference, okay, yes, he healed the sick. We have a lot of our prophets that have healed the sick before. He raised the dead, yes. We are, we, Elisha has raised the dead before. Elijah has raised the dead before, yes. He walked on water. Moses parted water. Uh, Elijah parted water. Elisha parted water. Okay, see another thing. He, he turned uh, uh, water into wine. People these days could, could all give all sorts of uh, interpretations to that. Yeah, it's not, there's nothing special about him, yes. Someone has done that before. We heard of people, someone that claimed that he walked on a swimming pool. Uh, have you seen that trick? That he, <laughs> he claimed he walked on a swimming pool and there was a glass uh, table kind of a thing underneath the swimming pool. So he was just walking on that glass, a, a transparent uh, table. But yes, people can do all sorts of tricks and claim that yes, yeah, Jesus did it, yes, I did it. A lot of people have even claimed to walk on water. And we know that it is fake. A lot of people have, have done, that's why people do fake miracles and all those things. So the, the main thing, the only difference that the devil cannot stand was the resurrection. That money had to be part of something to silence it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
So, and if he had died alone, and he claimed that he died for us, it's not new. Anybody can also claim that they died for so anybody. If his if his story had finished, in, uh, Jesus loved us so much. He came in the flesh. He came. He's God, but he came to uh, in the flesh and came to die for us. If that was the end of the story, any other person could rise up in history and claim to have died for us. But the resurrection, not the death, is the resurrection that justifies us. And when we preach, uh, uh, a lot of us, especially when we go uh, uh, on evangelism. I've seen that Christians are likely to focus on the death of Jesus Christ alone. He died for you. So, um, by the time we start going on evangelism, we will, by the grace of God, do some teachings on that. Someone that has never heard of Jesus before, you are claiming that Jesus died for him. If, I were, if, that, kind, if that guy was someone like me who thinks, the first thing I will ask is, did I send Jesus' message? Uh, okay, he's died for me, so... Like, did I say to you? Did I say did I did I plan, did I ask to be died for? Is it your dying? I don't do you understand my point. But it is not the death. It's not about the death. Yes, he could die. A lot. All the prophets in the Bible died. Moses died. Moses died. That it was even God Himself that buried him. So it was not the death. It's the resurrection that justifies us. Now we need to understand something. When man died, I mean, when man fell. In the garden, he lost three things. Number one, he lost the Holy Spirit, the life of God itself. He lost that spirit. Theologians call it imagodei, the image of God in man, the spirit of God in man. He lost it. Number two, he lost righteousness. He lost the nature of God. That same nature gives you the access to the things that are in God. Ability to stand before God without guilt. Adam lost that. That was why after the fall, the Bible says the, the, the mind of, of man could not, could not do anything other than sin. They could not help it. They, they were just perpetually falling. Man lost that. Number three, man lost dominion. The sovereign control Hallelujah. Now, how did man lose dominion? This is very, very important so that we understand what Jesus came to do. When, Adam, when God came to ask the man, God, God is omniscient. He knew what happened. But yet, he chose to ask Adam, why did you do this? In fact, the Bible didn't record that his eyes, their eyes were open until Adam ate the fruit. But God asked the man, why did you do this? What did the man say? Talk to me. Talk to me now. The woman, he transferred responsibility to the woman. Okay, God left him. Whenever you transfer responsibility, you transfer dominion. Just watch. God left him. Went to the woman. Okay, woman, they said you are the one. Why did you do this? What did the woman say? Transfer responsibility. When God went to meet this happened, what did this happen do? Talk to me, sir. You've got the dominion. That was when the devil got the dominion. Whenever you transfer responsibility, whenever you transfer accountability, you transfer dominion. That was why when Jesus was standing before Pontius Pilate, are you the 
the Lord, the King of the Jews, are you the Messiah? They say you did this. What did you do? Curse quiet. Jesus, I do tell people, Jesus is not, there's something they say in Yoruba, I will, I will say it in English, then maybe you understand. Jesus is not a son of go back home to collect answer. <laughs> Jesus is a man who knows how to give people answer that they will shut up. Do you understand? Jesus, look at this, look at the, the Gospels. Jesus, you will never catch Jesus to a corner. In fact, Jesus, the Bible, most of the time, says Jesus knows they are thoughts. He will give answers to people from what they've not even said, from what they are thinking. He has already brought them. But at this time, Jesus understood, I'm coming back to get this dominion. Kept quiet. All the things they were arguing, they were accusing him of, he kept quiet. Why? He's getting back the dominion. You are getting back that dominion in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said you are getting dominion in the name of Jesus. Amen. And look at this. When God anoints or calls you, when, 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 when God now uh, uh, pronounced judgments on the serpent, the seed of the serpent will bruise the heel of the seed of the woman. And the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the seed of the serpent. Satan started looking for the seed of the woman. We, we, it was last week we shared the, the story of Cain and Abel. He immediately thought, okay, this was the seed. He killed Abel. Started looking for. Whenever you are under attack, sir, eh, you know that there is a prophecy on you. When John the Baptist came, look at it. Oh. The Pharisees came and were asking him, are you the one? Tell us. Don't, because the devil doesn't waste his attack. See, there are some people that they will even break back the devil. Come and attack me. There's no, there's, no, there's no call on your life. If, the more you are seeing an attack, there is a call on your life. The devil is not attacking your person. The devil is attacking your calling. He's attacking the word that was spoken on you. That is what the devil is attacking. So, devil doesn't waste his strategy. He doesn't waste his attack. And immediately, and look at what, watch this. When John said, he's not the one. And, and, and look at it. John, divide, John was not a baptizer. We just call him John the Baptist. He was a prophet. John was a prophet, not a baptizer. But he devised, he devised the, uh, the, the strategy of baptism to locate the Messiah. It was not, his calling was not to baptize. So, he will baptize, look up to heaven, nothing happened there, you go, don't worry. He knows what he will baptize, okay, nothing happened, you go. Baptize, when that one came, baptize, heaven opened her hand. And immediately after that, Jesus became an object of attack. Immediately after, the heaven opened and said, this is my son. Immediately the voice came, the word came. So immediately there's a word on your life. Maybe when you were in the womb, maybe when your father, your mom, mom was pregnant, maybe when you were, when you were a child, and there's a word on your life, or your children, there's a word on the life of that children. Why is it that it is that one that the devil is attacking? Why is it that the people that have, that seem to, to be glorious children, that have more challenges, delays, either marital delays, academic delays, why? So when there is a, a word on your life, you need to be more prayerful. You cannot compare yourself with the people who, the, who the devil will not even waste an attack on them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say there's a word on my life. Say there's a word on my life. So the devil, Satan does not just attack men, he attacks word on their life. Look at anybody that is part of the kingdom. Anybody that is part of a strategy to bring the kingdom down to, 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 to this earth. 
the devil always attack them. Why is it that have you wondered? Have you have you ever why is it that false prophets or false teachers or whatever have their churches filled up quicker? Have you ever thought about it? Why? The devil will the devil will just don't worry, just tell everybody. Why is it that the people that are uh, that are on the wrong path of life seem to make it faster? Because the devil is attacking the world on the life of every person. So after um, uh, after the baptism of Jesus, uh, Satan started attacking. Now I want us to look at this. The strategy that the, the enemy used for Eve is still the same strategy he's using for the church. When the devil wanted to attack the first Adam, he went to his wife. The mistake his wife made, the church shouldn't be making it. Now, when the devil is going to attack Jesus, he's attacking the church. That's why any small thing, let any small, any, anything that looks like a scandal happen to any pastor. It will go, do you understand? It will go viral. Any small thing about the church, people just use anything to attack the church. It will go viral. So the enemy will, 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 will attack the church because they are attacking, they want to attack the husband of the church. Mistake Mama Eve made was when the enemy came, she didn't refer him to the one who has the authority. She didn't refer him to her husband. If they were having a conversation. So when the enemy comes to the church, what do we do? Referring to me, he said, my husband said, he's the one that, my husband is not around, Tell, talk to my husband. Don't worry, let Jesus do the fighting. So the church shouldn't, in fact, when I saw this revelation while preparing for this sermon, I just said, no, 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 no. No wonder, one, some of, I, I've heard a lot of preachers say that, uh, where they've been worrying about the church. It's not a, a lot of people have said that they were worrying about the growth of the church, they were worrying about this, and God told and then they started having gray hair, started having wrinkled faces, falling sick, IBP, and God told them, Is it your wife? Is it your church? He said that we built my church. Is it your is, is the church your wife? Do you understand my point? Like they are they are beating my wife now. Someone is attacking my wife. Eh? And other people are, if they don't watch it, they say, I cannot fight me. Do you understand? In fact, when I got this, I just knew that whenever there's an attack on the church, what do you do? Report to the owner of the church. Report to the husband of the church. Don't let's make the mistake Eve made. And that's why I just pity Christians that go about attacking people that are attacking the church. Leave them. Refer them to the man, or the husband of the church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, um, at Gethsemane, ah, I need to wrap up. Wow, time. <laughs> at Gethsemane, what happened? It was like stock exchange. It was glory exchange, dominion exchange. What happened? The mockery, Jesus endured the mockery. The Bible says they taunted him that after the soldiers had finished taunting him, that was when the now started beating him. They taunted him. The mockery he endured the mockery so that I can have a voice. So that you can have a voice. So that situations of life will not mock us. Do you understand? We, because the, it was like, to me, I was just seeing like stock exchange. Like exchange. The, all the things that the devil thought he has had, he, he just kept, so that, and if anybody is trying to mock me now, I will refer them that someone has already been mocked. 
If a situation is trying to, to ask, where is my God? And mock the glory of God on my life. Jesus has already endured mockery. So that I can have a voice. Number two, they placed crowns of thorns on him. They didn't know. See, the devil didn't know that he was actually fulfilling purpose. They were taunting him. Place a crown of thorns on him. Guys, if you call yourself uh, a king. What? That crown of, thorn, of thorns was a restoration of dominion. They were bringing back the dominion. It was all set up, all planned. Look at it. Number three, his body was broken. The Bible says they beat him. If I when we watch, when first time I watched, uh, I saw this the movie, The Passion of Christ. I knew that God just wanted Jesus to get to the cross. That beating, no man can, no man can survive that beating. No, he will have died. He will have died either on the road. We'll get there though. But the, his, the Bible says his body was broken. He was not just beaten. His body was broken so that I can have health. If you understand this power in resurrection, the reason why Jesus could endure 39 lashes, ah gosh, his body was broken for my health. So when sickness comes, when diseases comes, that is challenging. No, 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 no. I have dominion. The dominion has been restored in resurrection. The body of Christ was broken for mine to be made whole. <coughs> Number four. See, when we see the, the, the picture of Jesus on the cross, and we see that uh, wrapper on his thighs, it was just for decency. Yeah, for decency. He actually walked naked on the street of, of Jerusalem to Golgotha. Stuck naked. It, it became an object of pain and shame so that I can be covered. So that the glory of God that we lost can be restored. He went naked. Adam, Adam lost the glory and became naked. Jesus went naked on the streets. And watch this. There was, it, got, it got to a time he was physically tired. He would have died on that street. If he had died on the street, it would have been a wasted project. All those things that happened, na 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 na. So he needed he needed help. And watch this. The Bible says there's a man called Simon of Cyrene. Some translations put in bracket the nigger. That guy was an African. So for the story of redemption to be complete, an African came up. And I look, I looked at it. If Jesus had died on that street, that story would not because it's not in his death. He needed to get to the cross to become a cross. So Africa showed up. We partook in his suffering. And he said, if you can partake in my suffering, you also share in my glory. And I use this to speak to this land of Africa. Our glory is rising in the name of Jesus. Yeah. When others stood away, when others stood afar off, a man from Africa took the cross. And I pray in the name of Jesus. The glory of God is coming back on this Africa in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So Christ got to the cross. And when he died, you know, even Satan, because Satan didn't know the plan of God. How can life die? How can the author, Satan knew that Jesus was the author of life. So how can life die? So they were jubilating. They thought they won God. But watch that. All those things Jesus endured. He went to the Bible. He went into the grave. He didn't go into the grave or the place of the dead with the Holy Spirit. He went in the full power of Adam. 
He went as a man. Because if it was with the Holy Spirit, he wouldn't have died. He would have gone as Jesus into the grave and collected the keys. But that would not be fair. That would be like... So he went as a man into the grave. And he got... Let's look at it. Uh, uh, Colossians 2, 14 to 15. Colossians 2, 14 to 15. Yes. Blotting out the handwriting of yes, sir. Yes, sir. that was against us, yes. which was contrary to us, uh-huh. and took it out of the way, nailing yeah. it to his cross. Nailing to his cross. And had his spot despises and power. His spot, see, I mean, what's the, oh, is, is there any other contemporary version? Having spot, principality, and power, what does he mean? Having knocked it, having flogged. Principalities and powers. Yes, go ahead. He made, he made a show of a, an open mockery of them. Another, is this this one? Yes. Triumphing over them. Is, yes. He disarmed them. Triumphing over them over the cross. He disarmed them. He went to their to their to their to their house. Beat them in their house. Collected the keys. Hallelujah. So Satan, he went to collect the dominion Adam lost. Collected it from from Lucifer. And gave it to you and I. That is why we are we will dominate on this earth. The power of resurrection will make us dominate on this earth in the name of Jesus. Amen. So when Jesus resurrected, three things happened. And we will wrap up here uh, because of time. Number one, he took the blood. The Bible says, uh, Book of Revelations, that the, the Ark of Covenant is actually in heaven. The one that was on earth was a replica of what was in heaven. It's still there. Jesus took his blood and once and for all poured it on that as an atonement on that act once and for all and the sins of man was paid for. Number two, a coronation happened in heaven. Philippians 2, 5 to 10. is a long read though, but let me just paraphrase because of time. Philippians 2, 5 to 10. Write, write it down. You can read when you get home. Now, Jesus had just become a savior. He just resurrected, became a savior. He needed to be the Lord. Let's read verse 10. Philippians 2.10. But it's a, by the name of Jesus, yes. every knee should bow. No, no, let's go back to maybe 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted, exalted him and given him a name, name above all the way. Yes. That at the name of Jesus. Okay, now look at this. He said, at the name of Jesus. Jesus was the man, no? He said, at the name Jesus is about to start bearing. Get that? Not, not, not the name Jesus itself, because that the priests and all these people now start telling you that Jay didn't exist in those days. Is uh, Yeshua and things like that? A lot of people bear Jesus, so he didn't say. At, he said at the name, this man Jesus will soon start bearing. Yeah, go ahead. Every knee, every knee shall bow of things in, in heaven and, and on earth and under the earth. Yes, and that every tongue should confess that that Jesus Christ is Lord. The name is Lord. They will confess that Jesus. At the name that this Jesus is about to bear, Lord, Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is look at it. Whoever bears that name, Lord, now holds the earth. That was what people were saying. Whoever now bears that name, whoever God gives that name, Lord, now holds the earth. Look at three things I want there. The earth is the Lord's. Number two, the fullness. Psalm 24, verse 1. The fullness is of the Lord. And what? The world is of the Lord, and what? The people that are in. So with the power of resurrection, if anybody is tormenting you in your place of work, in your business, he is in this earth, he belongs to the Lord. And that Lord has taken dominion and added it over to me. You cannot torment him. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the earth is the Lord's. The fullness is the Lord's. So if it is whoever the Lord wishes, he will give those fullness. Number three, he gave us the power to become the sons of God. Romans 1, 4. So what do we gain? We're no longer guilty. We're now justified. Benefits of resurrection, we're now justified. We have access to become the righteousness of God and access to be partakers of life. We have access to dominion and access to the Holy Spirit. Access to dominion, access to the Holy Spirit. Jesus is no longer the only begotten son. Jesus is now the firstborn among several sons. You are now one with God. You now have dominion. See, me to have wrongly thought that the dominion of this world belongs to Satan. When I was studying this, no. Jesus has collected it. Revelation 1.18, he says, I am the one who has the keys of the grave. Jesus has collected that dominion and handed it over to me. So I should dominate on this earth. I should rule this world. Dominion is now restored. Creation should listen to you. I hope you know that Jesus didn't only die for men. The Bible says he died for all creation. So creation should obey my dominion. Things, we've, we've prayed before, that the rocks of this earth will obey, the, the rocks of the field will obey me, will work for my favor. Creation must obey me. Let's be on our feet. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just one or two prayer points because of our time. I want us to, I want us to begin to thank God that everything was nailed on the cross with Jesus. Everything you are suffering, every sickness, every, every disease, every disappointment has been nailed onto the cross. Let's thank God. Let's thank him. Let's thank him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him for everything has been nailed on the cross of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We're going to say, I will, I will share the prayer points in, in the design and put on the on the church WhatsApp group. And you can pray it at home. But one prayer point I want us to do, just this one prayer point. Say, the resurrection power. Shout to say, the resurrection power. Resurrect my helpers. Every helper that is dormant, go and resurrect them. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. The power of resurrection, resurrect my helpers. Every dormant helper. Helpers of destiny. Resurrection power. Resurrect them in the name of Jesus. The resurrection power should resurrect them in the name of Jesus. Resurrection power. Resurrect them in the name of Jesus. Resurrect them. 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 Res